This is Good Taste Brekkie with Chloe and Ellerina on Juice 107.3. One thing that we are very privileged to be able to do is speak to Australian rock royalty, and we have done on so many occasions. But in this occasion, I'm actually particularly excited because this soundtrack uh, that came out, gosh, 40 years ago now, was a huge soundtrack for my childhood. And this gentleman was definitely and is still one of the rock greats here in Australia. Ivor Davies joins us this morning on the phone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. From Ice House. Oh, my goodness. I, you guys were called Flowers before Ice House. Talk me through that. Well, yeah, we were. And we were uh, started out as a covers band, which a lot of bands do that. It was just a fun thing to do on Friday and Saturday night. It was go and play all your favourite songs in a pub. What could possibly go wrong? We were sort of discovered by a management company and um, they really kind of lifted the, the whole level of what we were doing and um, went into a recording studio and recorded this album. The band named Flowers that we couldn't use and the name of that album, Ice House, which we could use. Um, and so we simply swapped the name of the band for the name of this first album. So Ivar, you guys did start as a pub band your first live show was to a crowd of around 30 people. You just mentioned that um, uh, you, you were doing that probably for around three years until you went into the recording studio. What actually was that point, though, that it was your big break and, and you guys just made it out there? I think probably when we were discovered by um, a, a collective of managers, in fact, they'd got together and formed a a breakaway management company that broke away from the then monopoly that was uh, dominating um, the live band uh, scene in Melbourne especially and, and Sydney and Adelaide and Brisbane. And they happened to be uh, managers of the Angels and of Cold Chisel, so Australia's mm-hmm. two biggest bands at the time. Yeah. And um, they really were, uh, at that point, ex- experienced by managing those two massive bands, we we benefited from um, a lot of that experience. And so we worked incredibly hard. There was no doubt about that. We were doing a ridiculous number of shows and we were doing stuff like um, a couple of shows a night in different venues and then uh, driving and playing every night. And then uh, it was one week where we did nine shows, I think, that week. But there was a we did two on one night and then just packed everything up and drove overnight from Sydney, from Melbourne to Sydney in the middle of it. And, you know, we were doing that relentlessly. Wow. So it was, incre- it was incredibly hard work. But yeah. then the management had a fairly simple idea and they just said, look, you know, you play to as many people as you possibly can because when you do finally put out your first record, those people will be waiting there to buy it. And that's exactly what happened. Um, we, I don't know how many tens of thousands of people we played to in those three years, but a lot of people. That's wow. incredible. You've been around for four decades uh, as a band performing music all around the world. What has been one of the greatest highlights, you would say, for you personally? Oh, look, it's pretty hard to top doing David Bowie's biggest, biggest ever tour because you never know who will be listening. And, in fact, David Bowie was listening to European and British radio when uh, we had a big hit there, a song called Hey Little Girl. And um, based on that, he said, um, uh, why don't you come and tour with me? And he just really finally cracked the world with a song called Let's Dance. It was his first really big hit in, oh, that in America. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that little tune there. And, <laughs> and so suddenly he was just 
the biggest that David Bowie had ever been. And so by the time we got over to Europe and started doing shows with him, we were playing to 40,000, 50,000, 70,000 people every show. It was amazing. It was just the scale of it was just huge. Don't go anywhere, Gold Coast. More of our chat with lead singer of the Ice House, Ivor Davies, coming up after this Ice House classic. In fact, this is Electric Blue on Good Taste Brekkie. This is Good Taste Brekkie with Chloe and Ellerina on Juice 107.3. If you've just joined us, we're chatting to rock royalty, none other than lead singer of the Ice House, Ivor Davies. Obviously, with corona and everything that's happened, you guys wouldn't have been able to do a great deal with crowds. What have you been doing in that time? Ah, well, this is, this is interesting because, um, for a start, uh, it's an ideal op- opportunity for me to get stuff fixed. So I've had guitars. Um, I've taken to, uh, to people to get you know, fairly big repairs done. At the moment, I'm changing over all of my life amplifier situation because I went back and discovered that I had an amplifier that I'd used um, in 1982. In fact, it's the same amplifier that I used for Great Southern Land. And I should never have stopped using it. It's an incredible sounding um, amplifier. And I decided, yes, I'm going to start using this live. And the problem was that I kind of need a spare. They're fairly temperamental old valve amplifiers. And so for the last however many months it's been, I've been trawling the internet and I finally found another one. And as we speak, it's traveling from France. Oh, wow. But they didn't make too many of these things. <laughs> and I got an email overnight from our manager and he found another one in Perth. So, hey, closer. I'm buying amplifiers. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> Just get all of them. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And look, to commemorate the fact that you've been around for four decades, you have just released a live album of you playing uh, the original songs from Ice House. Tell us about that. Uh, We knew we were coming up to this anniversary this year. So it's the 40th anniversary of the very first Flowers album called Ice House, obviously. And we were contacted by some people from Melbourne. Now, these people run a huge event right on the beach in St Kilda, the annual St Kilda Festival. Yes. And they said... Oh, by the way, we're we're celebrating our 40th anniversary this year as well, and we're going to remind you that you actually played as Flowers at the very, very, very first wow. St Kilda Festival. How cool! And so, yeah, they they said to us, we'd like you to play this year, and we'd like you to play a set just like the one you would have played that night 40 years ago when you were oh, still wow. Flowers. And so we did. We had to learn songs that we hadn't played for 40 years, and. Um, um, and that was a bit of a challenge because they were pretty hard and fast punk songs and, you know, I had to run to keep up with that stuff. Um, <laughs> and not only that, but a couple of the, or a few of the cover versions that we used to play, we talked about when we started out as a covers band. So, you know, as well as those flowers, those very first songs, we played a Sex Pistol song and a David Bowie song and a T-Rex song. It was a great night. It was just a real one-off. And I actually... The surprise of my life, because when we came off stage, and it was an incredibly energetic set, it was full on. Um, and uh, our front of house man Richie said to said to me, "Oh, by the way, I recorded all of that." And I just went, "Wow, that's great! We've got to put this out. This is a real one-off." So, yeah, you'll never uh, you'll never hear a set from us like this one. It was a it was a once-only performance because, of course, we got locked down. Um, almost immediately after yeah. the sh- that show and um and we haven't been able to perform again since so 
that's it, folks, one and only. Um, and it's been captured on um, uh, on a recording, and the recording was released last Friday called um, Ice House Plays Flowers. And if you're incredibly lucky, and I've just ordered a turntable because I didn't own a turntable, it's going to be available. The vinyl is travelling from Europe wow, cool. as, as we speak, and it should be all available and landing in December. And which was your favourite uh, track to listen back to that was the live version on this album? Um, it's interesting because a lot of people have made a comment about a song called Not My Kind. Now, Not My Kind was not a, a single, and it was really a very late addition to the collection of songs. Um, and so it's not one that anybody's really ever kind of fussed over and we didn't really play it we played it for a little while but not for very long and it kind of came out of the blue and we were rehearsing it and Richie once again our front of house guy came out of the booth and he'd been listening to us rehearse and said that song rocks he'd never really heard it before and so I keep coming back to it so for the moment if you ask me I'll have a different favorite tomorrow but right. you know but today it'll be not my kind. <laughs> well, my husband is a huge fan of yours, and I believe he met you once at a, a function. Matt Rogers is my husband, ex-football player, and uh, he is so jealous that I'm speaking to you today. And his favourite song is Great Southern Land, so we're going to have to play that, if that's okay. <laughs> I think we better honour his, uh, his choice, your choice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that right now. Thank you so much for joining us on the show this morning. Ivor Davies from Ice House. That's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Make sure you check out Ice House Plays Flowers, the 40-year commemoration of them being in the industry. This right now is one of their classics, Great Southern Land by Ice House on Good Days Brekkie.